a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, I speak the truth in Christ. I do not lie. My conscience joins with the Holy Spirit in bearing me witness that I have great sorrow and constant anguish in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my own people, my kindred according to the flesh. They are children of Israel. Theirs the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, and the promises. Theirs the patriarchs, and from them, according to the flesh, is the Christ, who is over all. God blessed forever. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks. Praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Glorify the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion, for he has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed your children within you. He has granted peace in your borders. With the best of wheat, he fills you. He sends forth his command to the earth, swiftly runs his word. He has proclaimed his word to Jacob, his statutes and his ordinances to Israel. He has not done thus for any other nation. His ordinances he has not made known to them. Hallelujah. Dominus Fobiscum, Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Lucum, On a Sabbath, Jesus went to dine at the home 
of one of the leading Pharisees, and the people there were observing him carefully. In front of him there was a man suffering from dropsy. Jesus spoke to the scholars of the law and Pharisees in reply, asking, Is it lawful to cure on the Sabbath or not? But they kept silent. So he took the man, and after he had healed him, dismissed him. Then he said to them, Who among you, if your son or ox falls into a cistern, would not immediately pull him out on the Sabbath day? But they were unable to answer his question. Verbum Domini. In our first reading today, we get a glimpse of how deeply concerned St. Paul was for the salvation of his own people, of the Israelites. He was certainly not indifferent, but he was grieved by their unbelief. He then makes a very bold claim in our first reading, saying, I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my own people, my kindred according to the flesh. So it shows the depth of his love and concern for them that he would make whatever sacrifice was necessary if it could lead to their salvation, if it could lead them to embracing Christ. He's willing, even willing to suffer any evil that would come upon him. Of course, without offending God, he would never seek to offend the Lord as he was wholeheartedly in love with God. In fact, two verses, the two verses immediately before our reading today, St. Paul said, I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So again, he knew he would never be separated from the love of Christ, and yet we see in his word, in his heartfelt words today in our first reading, um, that he was willing to undergo any sacrifice, any suffering, any punishment in order to help lead his people to Christ, to salvation. And in fact, that was motivated, motivated by his love for Christ in the first place. And in this desire for his people, we see a resemblance to Moses and, of course, to Christ himself. Remember when Moses went up the mountain to receive the law from God? The people below had fallen into grave sin and idolatry when they fashioned the golden calf and they worshipped it. And then a strong desire rose up in the heart of Moses at that point, and he interceded for his people to the Lord. He prayed to God that God would forgive them for their great sin. And he said, if not, he said, blot me, I beg you, out of your book which you have written. A great, such a, a heartfelt desire for the salvation, for the conversion of his people. And St. Paul is also imitating Christ himself, who shows us, of course, the ultimate expression of love for his people and desire for their salvation. St. Paul would also write in his letter to the Galatians that Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed be everyone who hangs on a tree, that in Christ Jesus the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles 
that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So ultimately, St. Paul wants to imitate Christ. Right? Again, to endure any suffering for the sake of leading others to heaven and to embrace salvation, to embrace the grace of Christ that he's offering. So in light of this reading, we ask the Lord that we might be filled with a greater zeal, a greater desire for the salvation of souls, to have a greater desire to lead others to Christ and to heaven, and to not give up praying right, for the grace of conversion, especially for our loved ones. Today, we also celebrate the memorial of St. Martin de Porres. He was born in 1579 in Lima, Peru, to a Spanish knight and a woman from Panama who had been freed from slavery. And around the age of 15, St. Martin was inspired to seek entrance into the Dominican order, first as a tertiary or third order member. Basically, he volunteered to serve with the friars, to do very simple tasks um, for the friars. He was happily received by them, and he later became a professed lay brother in the order. But his duties were very simple, and they included cleaning and attending to the sick and the infirm. As we know, when often when the saints and the lives of the saints, we see them cooperating with God in very small things. The Lord often gives them graces and opens doors to very larger projects you know, for the honor and glory of God. And so St. Martin, the Lord would open the door that he'd serve many, many people outside of the Dominican order, many who are suffering, the poor, the sick, the infirm. In fact, he served so much that he became referred to around that area as Martin the Charitable. He poured himself out in serving others, ultimately, again, for the love of Christ. And what strengthened him to continue this, to completely pour himself out? It was his prayer life, his union with Christ. It's noted that he had a particularly strong devotion for spending time in prayer before the Blessed Sacrament. He had a great love for our Lord in the Holy Eucharist. And he also found additional strength when he meditated upon the suffering of Christ. Again, we can see that in our reading today. St. Paul was motivated by the love of Christ, the sacrifice that Christ made on the cross for all of us. St. Martin likewise wanted to pour him out, himself out right in this life of humility, of simplicity, and of service, leading others to the Lord. Pope St. John XXIII is the pope who canonized St. Martin de Porres, and he noted at the canonization how the virtuous example of St. Martin's life had a powerful effect on inspiring others to holiness. We see this often in the lives of the saints, right? It drew other people to the Lord. Pope John XXIII said, it's remarkable how even today, his influence can still move us toward the things of heaven. This reminds me of what St. Bernard said when he himself thought about other saints. St. Bernard once said, when I think of them, that is the saints, I feel myself inflamed by a tremendous yearning. Right, our brothers and sisters who have gone before us. And Pope John XXIII would go on to say in the canonization homily for St. Martin de Porres, that's deeply rewarding for men striving for salvation to follow Christ's footsteps and to obey God's commandments. And we know that St. Martin and all the saints left these footsteps, right, these footprints. That's exactly what Pope Pius XII would say as well when he talked about the virtues of the saints. Pope Pius XII would refer to the virtues of the saints as footprints left by them on their journey homeward toward heaven. He prayed that we that might be guided by these footprints, that we might follow them into glory, right, the glory of heaven. 
So we ask for the prayers of St. Martin de Porres today that we might likewise grow in this virtues that he exhibited so well, of humility, of simplicity, of charity toward others, to serve others in imitation of Christ, to love as Christ loved, and to continue seeking to conform our lives to the life of Christ.